Fly and Field Outfitters is a fly shop and guide service located in Bend, Oregon. We specialize in fly fishing the Lower Deschutes River, Cascade Lakes, the Crooked River, the Fall River, and many other fisheries in the area. Tune into our podcast for updates on fishing reports, techniques, tactics, and fishing stories. You hear me? Yes. Yeah, are we recording? We are. Oh, nice. Sitting here with Scott Cook, owner of Fly and Field Outfitters in Bend, Oregon. Uh, getting a quick lake update over the past couple weeks of June. We're almost through June, so I know you've been on Crane Prairie and East Lake and Wiki up a little bit. So, uh, yeah, let's just talk about the lakes. Um, what's been happening on Crane? How's the algae bloom looking? Crowds? All that fishing. How is it? Yeah, I would expect the crowds to start to be a little bit more of an issue here in the next couple of weeks for sure as we roll well into summer months um, and, and especially on weekends. Um, but, you know, I mean, the nice part about fishing on a lake is the fish are scattered a lot of times and there's a lot of fish that, you know, you don't feel as crowded and the lake doesn't feel as busy as the rivers do sometimes. So as the tourism and the locals start getting out a little bit more, you know, some of the traffic, um, you don't feel it quite as much on some of these lakes. Um, I've been up on Crane quite a bit. I spent all weekend up there guiding and uh, and it fished pretty well. The damsels are just starting to get going. There's some caddis activity in the morning. Some, some calabatus have also been around. There's still a morning kind of chronomid midge hatch going. There's a big mix mosh of stuff going right now. Um, the lake level and the water temperature is not quite you know high enough for the fish to all be in the channels uh, there's definitely some fish in the channels but there's also still some fish in the flats and in the in the logs and stuff like that so as we get more and more damsel activity um, there'll be uh, more fish in the weed beds and in the in the logs and snags and stuff like that even if the water temperature hits 70 to 72 degrees surface temp it's deep enough when those log jam around those log areas when it's you know seven to ten feet deep it's deep enough even though the surface temp heats up that those fish can can be down there and still keep on those damsels um, you know the big thing is probably the algae bloom really between now and um, you know gosh mid mid July mid to late July there will be an algae bloom on a lot of these lakes around here um, you know, usually that algae bloom is only in the top foot and a half to maybe three feet of water. Um, and it totally blows around the lake on crane especially. So um, if you get in a spot where the algae bloom kind of blows in or it seems real thick, if you got a motorboat, you could always move and you can and go somewhere where maybe it's not quite as thick. Um, if it gets to a point where that whole corner of the lake or whatever is blooming, um, you just go deep. Just look for deeper water and look to get those flies down and that's when you might start really fishing in the channels and look for that 12 to 15 feet of water and keep that fly down below the bloom. Um, but we've been having some good success underneath the indicator uh, with balanced leeches and uh, assassins. We have a new parallel assassin in the shop which is tied like a balance leech but it's the assassin um, in a size 16 and that thing has just been crushing. I don't know. That fly uh, has quickly become one of my favorites up on the lakes and honestly it's been tough for us to keep in stock here at the shop. 
Um, you know, I think it looks like nothing and it looks like everything all at the same time. So, you know, you can cast it and strip it. You could put it underneath an indicator. You could do a dry dropper scenario. Um, as long as you're fishing it around weed beds, I think it looks enough like a scud, enough like a snail, or, a, you know, it could look like a caddis pupa or even a calivatus. Um, and we do carry that in the parallel assassin in dark and in light. And that light colored one looks a lot like a uh, bird's nest, which is one of my favorite calibatus emergers or calibatus nymphs. And so that's been a super effective pattern and something that should go in your lake box, absolutely. Uh, sweet, are you still, what type of tippet and leader are you fishing right now on crane? Um, there is some water that I'm having to go to 5x. I'm still fishing 4x and even sometimes 3x. Um, so I'd like to fish the largest tippet material I can in most cases. Um, and if the fish really key into a damsel on the strip, I will fish a little bit longer leader, go with 3x fluorocarbon and um, tie a loop knot. To that so it swims a little bit uh, freer and if they really key into that thing they're just swimming around gording themselves with as many of those damsel nymphs as possible so the you know tippet doesn't become as important as, as long as you have the right you know the right fly and the kind of right conditions if you get in clear water though um, that's you know when you start needing to fish lighter tippet or if you get into where you're fishing a smaller fly, you're fishing a small mayfly nymph, or you're fishing a smaller midge or something like that, then that's when we go to some 5X fluoro on that tippet. Sweet. Uh, as far as bug activity, just moving forward really into July, is it mainly damsels folks should be expecting, or calabatus? On crane, else? yes. A uh, good mix of damsels and calabatus primarily. Um, but the fish will still eat chronomids in the channels especially. Um, on east, um, transitioning a little bit off a of crane, um, we should be rolling into just a calibatus time up there. And that, you know, really that calibatus hatch can go anywhere from June all the way into September. Um, and, you know, that calibatus cripple um, has been a great one uh, up on the surface. And, you know, really fishing nymphs on an intermediate line in the morning or underneath an indicator, the calibatus nymph, uh, then rolling into uh, kind of the cripple and then um, you could do some spinner activity a lot of times early morning also. So um, I'd just be really thinking about calibatus on east from here on out. There is some mornings and stuff that we can do really well in some of the deeper water um, on east with some chronomids and, and little uh, tungsten zebra midges and, and some different things like that. Like a size 16 tungsten zebra midge underneath an indicator can be really good too. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I'd also keep Hosmer and lava and little lava and all that stuff in mind. Um, you know, the paddler activity on Hosmer and Sparks can start to get a little bit frustrating for a fly angler. Um, so just be aware of that. But if you get a really nasty day, uh, put your waders on and your rain jacket on and go out there and, and you know, fish the right equipment and you should be good. Um, but if it's a nice bluebird day um, and you don't want to go to Hosmer this time of year, 
unless you put on at five o'clock in the morning or you put on at seven p.m. and you know I mean kind of the Ben crowd tends to be kind of a ten a.m. arrival you know um, it, <clears throat> and usually they're off the water by about five so you know if you put on at five and you plan on getting off the water around nine or ten in the morning that's a that's a great at bet um, or doing the same thing in the evening get to the lake at seven and fish from seven to nine thirty and fish can be pretty active and there be less people out there but that kind of bankers hours fishing on hosmer and sparks and lava and some of these other smaller bodies of water uh, just can be too crowded I think this time of year so keep that in mind as you're coming up with your game plan for the weekend and things like that sweet pretty good uh, run through on the lakes there so got any last words for folks no you know we um, I guess just you know check in with the shop for kind of the the daily updates and things like that I mean I've been out on the water a ton and we've got you know quite a few of our guides that are out every day and and we're, we're always in touch with the guys here at the fly shop and the staff here at the shop um, usually have really good up-to-date information on on kind of flies and tactics and things like that so as you're heading out just kind of check in with the website and check in with the shop and we'll try and get you the best information we can Sweet. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this podcast from Fine Field Outfitters. Please subscribe to our page for updates on new podcasts that we release. And stay tuned for more coming throughout the summer. Thanks a lot.